at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Hey, Skull King Nation. You've heard us talk a lot lately about StatRoute. I have not seen any other stat service come close to what they can provide. You can adjust your search filters to see a player's entire career history against a team, a specific coach, or even against a specific defensive coordinator. StatRoute has done the hard part for you. All you need to do is sign up for their service and start working with the various search filters. Right now, you can get a free trial by going to statroute.com for a couple days to get used to how the system works. Once your free trial is over, you can use the promo code SKULKINGFF, that's SKULKINGFF, to get 25% off your subscription for the rest of the 2018 NFL season. So sign up today and get the fantasy stats you need to rule your league. Again, go to statroute.com, that's S-T-A-T-R-O-U-T-E.com, and use the promo code SKULKINGFF, that's SKULKINGFF, to get 25% off your 2018 NFL subscription. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. All right, everybody, welcome back to part two of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast for tonight. Uh, we, uh, in part one, we kind of went over the news and notes and today's headlines and kind of gave, uh, I gave some of my thoughts on what was going on in those. So why don't we now go ahead and go through the weekly rundown and take a look at what's going on in the games this week and who you want to start, who you want to sit, and give a little bit of our analysis on why. So here we go. Starting with the Thursday night game. So when uh, most of you guys are listening to this podcast, it's probably uh, same day. Um, the Miami game, so it's Miami at Houston. Now, in terms of these, these two teams, uh, just in terms of, you know, in yardage stats, the Dolphins, in terms of offense, 27th, defense, 27th. They run the ball better than they pass the ball. So they're 25th in passing, 18th in rushing. Uh, most of that is thanks to Frank Gore. Um, Houston Texans, 16th on offense, 9th on defense. They're passing is 16th, rushing 15th. So they're pretty even there in terms of their offense. In terms of, you know, kind of what to look at for this game, Miami is missing um, a couple of um, – you know, a couple of wide receivers, I kind of already went over in the news and notes that um, they don't have a whole lot in terms of uh, receiving for this game. Um, and in terms, I mean, just in terms of passing, they are, was it their 22nd in terms of passing yards? Uh, let me actually look at yards, passing yards per game. They're 25th. Um you know, and that includes the big, you know, game from Brock Osweiler where he threw for like 380. So they're not huge on passing the game. They're going to have to run the ball. But if you look at, let's see, let's look at Houston's defense in terms of rushing. They, you know, they're 10th in the league in terms of rushing yards given up. They don't give up a whole lot um, in rushing yards per game. They're 8th. So it could be a little bit of a tough go for Miami uh, in terms of fantasy. Uh, the Houston defense, they're definitely a team to start this week uh, as the number two defense. 
overall in fantasy. So, um, and then also with Kiki Kuti out, I, I am a big fan of DeAndre Hopkins for this week. Uh, yes, they are going to run the ball a lot with Lamar Miller because Miami can't stop the run. I mean, when, when Detroit completely abandons the passing game, only throws 22 passes in a game and runs the ball like crazy because Kerryon Johnson can put up yards, you know that the Miami Dolphins cannot stop the run, period. Now, don't get me wrong. Kerryon Johnson's talented. But uh, Miami can't stop the run, and that's just basically all there is to it. So uh, you're definitely st- – I mean, obviously, you're definitely going to start um, – you're definitely going to start Miller, I believe, in this game. DeAndre Hopkins is a, is a no-doubter. Um, Deshaun Watson, I think he's a, he's a fair start. I don't think he's going to blow this game up, but I think he could have a fair game. And in terms of Miami, really it's you know, Kenyon Drake – and then possibly looking at um, uh, looking at using you know Frank Gore and Standard because he's probably going to get more of the rushing yards. Uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot from the passing game in this in this one, uh, so you know I'm really avoiding a lot of Miami for this one. So um, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game. Uh, the next game that we got here is uh, Philadelphia at Jacksonville. Now, you've got Carlos Hyde now in Jacksonville, and he's so he's had what a week plus a couple days in order to uh, by the time this game starts in order to look at the playbook and get get involved. I still think they use a fair amount of TJ Yeldon unless he's injured. I'm not sure how much they actually use Hyde. Um, you know, I just I'm not I'm not big on Hyde right now until he has a little more time in the offense. Um, I'm not using him. I'm keeping him on my bench. That being said, I don't know what Jacksonville now can do on offense. Um, obviously, Blake Bortles is struggling like crazy, having issues getting the ball to his receivers. Um, you know, ball security, and throwing interceptions, which is which is let's be honest, that's always been Blake Bortles' rap. So, in terms of Philadelphia, they've been struggling a little bit too. Um, but uh, I, you know, I think Carson Wentz could have a pretty good game. It's going to be a little tough in Jacksonville. That defense plays very well at home in terms of defense, um, and so uh, I still think you're going to start Alshon Jeffrey. I think I avoid the the Philadelphia run game. To be completely honest, uh, you know, Zach Ertz is a must start. Jacksonville, I'm not seeing anyone must starts. So, I mean, you could use one of their you know one of their wide receivers, kind of a lottery pick on one of their wider series that you think might have a good game. But other than that, that's I'm not using a whole lot from the Philadelphia and Jacksonville game. I think that Jacksonville could beat up on the Super Bowl champions uh, in this week, uh, defense-wise. And if Jacksonville can put up enough points, they may be able to come out with a win. So um, Next, we've got Baltimore at Carolina. Baltimore has been an absolute... Um, terror on defense they have really been uh blowing teams up in terms of their defense being at home for carolina um i'm still like cam newton it's amazing how much um mccaffrey has dropped off lately hasn't really been able to find the gaps to run um obviously not getting into the end zone and so I'm, I'm a little hesitant on, on Cam Newton, honestly, for this game, just because, again, the Baltimore defense is so brutal. 
Um, they travel well for the most part, play very well, play sound defense. So uh, McCaffrey's still a must-start. If you have Cam Newton, he's probably, you know, we're probably still looking at a top 10 quarterback for him right now. So I think that it's still, he's still a, a playable uh, character. Um, in terms of Baltimore, their run game, I still don't like Alex Collins. I loved him at the beginning of the year. I have traded him basically for nothing um, because that's basically what he's done. Since I've traded him away, I you know, haven't had any regrets because he's still done basically nothing. I think he had one game since I've traded him away. So um, really in terms of Baltimore, you're looking at uh, John Brown and, uh, and Michael Crabtree. You can use Joe Flacco if you need to. Um, Carolina defense has been playing okay so far this year. Um, I mean, they they're not the best in terms of in in terms of defense for fantasy, um, but they're definitely going to. Uh, they definitely can stop you up a little bit. Um, and Flacco has not been known to travel well, but for the most part, I really think in this game, your main staples that you're going to be using, especially from Baltimore, are going to be John Brown. And uh, and Michael Crabtree, none of the tight ends have really shown much. And then as far as Carolina goes, uh, you're definitely using um, McCaffrey just because of the usage rate. Uh, maybe Greg Olson. I'm not a big fan of his this year just because you know his age and the injury history. I'm not sure how much longer he can even hold up. And then Devin Funches is kind of back and forth. He's been playing pretty well, uh, averaging a, a fair amount of points. I think he's a possibility to have a have an okay game as a flex player. So uh, that's what we've got for uh, the Baltimore and Carolina game. Moving on to the Jets traveling to Chi Town to visit the Bears. Um, I think the Bears defense could roll over the Jets in this game. The Jets are going to have to establish a run game. I don't know if they can do. I mean, they've they've lost Bilal Powell for the season. Um, I know that Quincy and Nunwa has been off and on dealing with injuries. Uh, you know, Sam Darnold has been back and forth. I mean, their whole water city, they lost trail prior. Um, they, the Jets recently signed, um, Richard Matthews, but he's not going to have a whole lot of time in this offense. He may be forced to start, forced to play in this game. Jermaine curse right now is their, is their top, uh, healthy wide receiver. Um, Robbie Anderson, maybe you know, we'll see what he can do. I'm not overly impressed. So, and with how Chicago's defense has been playing, uh, they may just absolutely tear up the the Jets in terms of um, in terms of the way the defense is going. So, as long as Khalil Mack is healthy, Chicago should have no problems defensively in this game. And I'm not I'm not looking forward to using any of the Jets. As far as uh, Chicago goes. Uh, you're you're starting Tariq Cohen as long as they keep using him like this. Mitch Trubisky is moving in. I want to say he's like a top twelve, what uh, top twelve quarterback at this point, um, moving his way up. And so uh, Trey Burton is getting a lot more usage. I like uh, I like him in this game. Jordan Howard, honestly, I think we just need to hold on to Jordan Howard. I think that eventually they will figure out a way to use him, especially as the season moves on, games get colder. Um, 
a lot more physical in the in the cold weather games where maybe someone the uh, you know the size of of Tariq Cohen uh, can't recover from from getting hit quite as well it may slow him down a little bit and you may have to rely on a power run game uh, a little bit more I think that things may even out a little bit more and Jordan Howard may get a little more usage right now you're probably sitting him on your bench or using him only as a desperation flex play so um, the wide receivers are kind of all back and forth uh, Allen Robinson as long as he's healthy I think he's a flex play but that's you know that's that's about it and Travis uh, and uh, Taylor or sorry Taylor Gabriel I mean um, Taylor Gabriel has kind of been back and forth uh, he's been the deep threat we'll kind of see how that goes for this game against the Jets um, with uh, their young secondary so all right, next game. Moving on to Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. Uh, as far as Tampa Bay goes, like I said, you're, you're going to kind of lay off the run game. I don't trust Peyton Barber. I don't trust Ronald Jones, no matter who's healthy in there. Um, as far as, as, as Jameis Winston, I trust Jameis Winston to throw the crap out of the ball. He is going to be throwing it all over the place. I think that Winston could have finish off the season very well. Um, you know, work his way into that kind of that you know top seven to ten uh, quarterbacks, which he's been performing like it. Um, he had, you know just a matter of whether he can keep it up for the rest of the season. Um, you know, Mike Evans is a must start. Deshaun Jackson has been losing playing time. I think last week he was down to forty three percent of the snaps. Uh, Chris Godwin has been gaining playing time, just a matter of how many targets he gets. I want to say he had 10 targets this last week, six catches, 50 to 60 yards. So plus in six games, he's got four touchdowns. Uh, his only really quote unquote bad game, two targets, two catches in, I want to say week four, right before the bye. And that was the game where, uh, where Jameis Winston came in like at the half after Fitzpatrick was struggling. So, um, I still like Chris Godwin to get a lot of work. Um, flex, he is flex worthy. Um, maybe not start startable. Uh, he's you know again best as a as a as a flex play, especially for bye weeks right now. Uh, the tight ends, o, I trust OJ Howard over over Cameron Brait right now. Um, I think that that Howard is going to be the more consistent. Uh, even though we, you know, we love Cameron Brait here, it's it's starting to move more towards Howard, um, more and more as the weeks go on. Uh, even though that that Cameron Brait has kind of been the more trusted tight end from Jameis Winston the last couple of years, that's uh, that's we're definitely moving towards uh, OJ Howard. So as far as Cincinnati, you're starting Tyler Boyd, you're starting AJ Green. Honestly, this is the place to start Andy Dalton. Uh, I've started Andy Dalton the last couple of weeks with good matchups. I am. I had to drop him from my team because he was just underperforming, and I had Andrew Luck. Yes, I know. I was starting Andy Dalton over Andrew Luck. Uh, the matchups played better for Andy Dalton than he choked. So, I have just gotten rid of Andrew or gotten rid of Andy Dalton to just solve that issue. Uh, and Andy Luck or Andrew Luck is a must-start the rest of the season. So, going that way. Um, and CJ Uzuma is a solid um, streaming tight end. Uh, if you need uh, players there. So uh, as far as the running back Cincinnati, uh, I like Joe Mixon. He could be in for a solid game. Uh, last week, 
the um, the the Browns and Nick Chubb ran all over Tampa Bay with them struggling, uh, especially up the middle. So again, I like a, I like a, a lot of players in this game. This could be a, a bit of a high scoring affair. Moving on, the next game that we're looking at: Seattle against Detroit. Uh, this one's in Detroit. As far as Seattle goes, they're going to continue to try to run the ball down your throat. Uh, the last few games, they have um, just pounded the rock over and over and over again. I like um, I like Chris Carson for this game. I think they're going to continue to run the ball. If you remember a couple weeks ago, uh, yes, it was in Dallas, but um, Zeke ran all over the Detroit Lions. I think that the um, the the Seahawks are going to try to do the same thing in this game. So uh, Carson's definitely the way to go. In terms of receivers, I, I like the efficiency that, that the receivers get, especially um, Tyler Lockett. However, Lockett's production went down last week. And that is because Doug Baldwin is finally healthy. I think Doug Baldwin finished with like 90 yards in the last game. And so I think now that Baldwin is healthy, Lockett is going to lose a little bit of value. He's going to lose a little bit of production. A lot of that's going to go back to back to Doug Baldwin now that he's healthy. And with that, I still think that Russell Wilson can finish in the top well, will finish in the top ten as far as quarterbacks simply because of the fact that he is very efficient in his passing. Now that they get a solid run game going, he'll be able to be more effective in the pass game, not being forced to pass the ball all the time. Uh, going to Detroit, uh, I really like I really like in this game uh, Golden Tate. I think that he'll play very very well. Uh, Go, it's you know kind of again that whole playing against the playing against your old team. He'll want to play big in this game. I like Kenny Galladay even against the um, the Seattle defense that I want to say they're they're tenth. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, their defense, there it is, against the pass. Passing defense. Uh, Seattle has given up. Only 1,236 yards. Um, of course, they've had their buy. Uh, so in terms of yards per game, they only give up 206 passing yards a game. So that's definitely something, um, you know, they're going to be really tough this week against against uh, Detroit. I still think that Kenny Galladay can be solid uh, going deep. And they've had the Seahawks had a little trouble in terms of slot um, and uh, and slot receivers, so that's where I think that that Tate has a solid day. If they can set up the run, which if Detroit can set up the run with Carry on um, Carry on Johnson, I think that they will be uh, in really good shape. Seattle, in terms of defending the run, is twenty fourth, giving up one hundred and twenty yards per game. So um, I think that uh, in terms of that. Uh, yeah, and giving up four touchdowns. Three of those were to Todd Gurley in one game. So I think that um, because of that, I think that uh, on Johnson can get a lot of yards. I think that they'll be able to stop LeGarrette Blunt from getting in the end zone as the hammer, and we'll kind of see how 
how how uh, how the passing game goes for Detroit. But I like I like a lot of the Seahawks in this game, and uh, and I think that Karen Johnson can get a decent amount of yards, uh, maybe get into the end zone. Uh, Stafford, I'm not totally trusting to put up a great game again because the passing yards um, that uh, the lack of passing yards that Seattle's given up. I think it'll be on an individual basis. Tate and Galladay could have decent games. So, um, and then moving on to the last game that we've got to, that we're going to be covering tonight: uh, Denver at Kansas City. Now, Kansas City is going to just put up points. That's what they do. They're going to put up a lot of points. Again, this game is in Kansas City. So, while I like what Denver did last week, I don't see their defense. I mean, their defense obviously is not going to dominate because, you know, this game, because Kansas City is just really, really good on offense. So they're going to put up, they're going to put up a ton of points because that's what they do. Um, Denver, it's just a matter of, you know, how much are they going to be able to slow them down? As far as KC goes, you're, I mean, you're going to start Patrick Mahomes. You're going to start Tyreek Hill. Uh, you're going to start Travis Kelsey. You're going to start Kareem Hunt. You're, you're going to start their offense. Sammy Watkins, uh, still, when he's healthy, I think he is a flex play um, at best. He's just It's too erratic on how much work he is going to get. Um, really, it's, I mean, everything goes through Kelsey, Hill, and Hunt. And so I think that, you know, those, you know, those three players are your main ones to play with Mahomes as the quarterback. In terms of Denver, um, I have not seen yet what Royce Freeman, uh, where Royce Freeman is at in terms of his injury. I really, really like Philip Lindsay. I mean, I traded for Philip Lindsay. I traded Tyler Lockett to get Philip Lindsay. Um, and so far it's proven to be very beneficial. Uh, Lindsay's going to put up the more, the more yards. He's the more explosive person. Uh, I want to say the Kansas city chiefs in terms of defense, um, running, uh, their rush defense, they are number 23. They've given, they give up almost many yards as the, as the Seattle Seahawks at almost 120 yards a game. Uh, but they've also given up nine touchdowns. So they struggle a little bit in the red zone in terms of giving up the rushing. So I think that bodes well for Philip Lindsay, for Royce Freeman if he's healthy. But like I said, Lindsay has just been absolutely explosive. He also catches the ball out of backfield. So in terms of PPR, he is the better back to go with if both are healthy. If it's just Philip Lindsay, I think he can have a really big game this one. So Manuel Sanders is a must start. He has practically been a, a wide receiver one. He's on pace for like 100, 100 plus catches and 1,300 yards. So he is definitely a guy that you want to start. And that's even with the struggles that Case Keenum has been having. Uh, other than that, those are really the only offensive weapons that I really like that I think can be um, really beneficial to your team. So, uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's all I've got for that game. Uh, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, like I said, we, you know, we want to keep these a little bit shorter for you make sure that you uh, get the information that you need and that you want and not anything more. So uh, for me, my name is Ryan Sculler. This has been the Skull King fantasy football podcast. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed the show, both parts tonight, and good luck on your fantasy weeks, and we will talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? 
If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.